This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Silence from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. President saying nothing about uh, the flying objects that have been shot down. Pilots saying, Lake, you're on the octagonal thing is not a balloon. At least that's the audio coming from the cockpit. Does that make you feel any better? Plus a miracle in Turkey, 200 hours buried under the rubble. Two brothers come out. What an exciting story in a sense, because the people there are looking for some kind of hope. And that's some pretty good stuff, I would say, in a really desperate, horrible situation. Nikki Haley is running for president and so much more that we're going to talk about here including your thoughts with the mailbag, and we'll go into the man cave, too, as well. Hey, hey, everybody, Kate Delaney. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I did. My Valentine took me out for an awesome lunch. It was crowded, crowded house. There were so many people that started Valentine's Day, I think, at breakfast, lunch, and then dinner, because in some places it was tough Tough, tough, tough to get uh, get a reservation. I had my favorite onion soup, and I had a, a steak. Yes, I eat meat. People are like, "Oh, don't you just aren't you just plant based?" No, I eat meat not every day, but I had a flamingon, and it was awesome. So, uh, sending you love wherever you are, whatever situation you're in. Nikki Haley hopes that she's going to get love from the voters. It's not a surprise because we knew that this was a possibility of happening, but uh, she's the first in of the opponents for Donald Trump, the former president. So the 51-year-old former South Carolina governor decides, and remember, she was a United Nations ambassador in the Trump administration, decided that she was going to jump in, and she's really pushing the younger generation, saying generational change. If you think of Trump and you think of Biden, I guess there is a generational change when you're looking at the ages versus a 51 year old. So what she's saying, though, is that it's an opportunity to look at Republicans and where they're headed. That's more the focus, a new generation stepping up, rallying around substantial issues is pretty much what the meat of her early message is. So this is not a surprise. Like I said, there were lots of rumors that she was going to run for president. Now she just makes it official. The one that everybody's really waiting for is DeSantis and whether or not the governor of Florida is pursuing a strategy of jumping into this. And if he runs for president, he's going to have a clash with Trump for sure. But will he wait a little longer to declare? So, yes, there have been some swipes about the whole advanced age of Trump and Biden because Trump is 76. Biden is 80. And at one point she told Fox News, I don't think you need to be 80 years old to go to be a leader in D.C. So she's traveling to New Hampshire after a rally planned in South Carolina on Wednesday. She's got two town hall style events. She's going to be in Iowa next week. 
It's full speed ahead. Now, I wonder if more will declare, and that really is the story. Are we going to see more Republicans jump into this? And then what uh, do the Democrats ultimately do? Biden, of course, saying that he is running. I think the big thing that's weighing on many of our minds is what is in the air? What is going on with these flying objects? There's so many rumors that are swirling around about what they are. And nobody's saying, you know, that whenever asked a question about UFOs, it's kind of dismissed, but not dismissed where it makes you feel confident in the dismissal. It just makes you say, uh, huh? So four aerial devices, that's what it's being described as, downed by U.S. warplanes. And there's massive misinformation on this. Their purpose, their origin, the lack of information is insane on this. There's so much conjecture. And of course there is, because there's no information being released. There's no transparency. Biden and other top Washington defense officials haven't said very much about these shoot downs. Can you imagine that? You got to think about it. Any time in your normal life where you hear, oh, yeah, jets, a jet was scrambled. Yeah, another jet was scrambled. Oh, yeah, a jet was scrambled the next day. Oh, objects were shot out of the sky. That's not normal. I mean, it's not overreaction to what happened with the Chinese weather balloon, a.k.a. spying on us devices. So give me a break. Tell us what it is or what you know or what you can say. So anybody who likes conspiracy theories, woo, this is ripe for that. People that are grabbing the mic and throwing down some insane conspiracies, this is their time because it's popping up all over. I mean, not just behind the mic, on Twitter, Facebook, etc. I mean, is this Independence Day? Are creatures coming out of these things that were shot down? And even more than that, there are other theories as to what it possibly could be, what the foreign objects are, and what's being covered up, and how threatening it is. And and, and the thing I think that is obviously clear is the thought must be it's some kind of a threat, because otherwise why would you shoot it down? This isn't like the balloon that was which should have been shot down in the first place earlier, but it's not like the balloon that was identified as being from China and that was three buses long. It was so bloody big, and it was going over our nuclear silos. So I understand that. But now I just wonder, what does this mean? Online posts mentioning extraterrestrials increased by 300% since the first balloon was identified. 300% on all the platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, name it, it's out there. (laughs) And of course, it's perfect for humor. But the lack of evidence and of course, the distrust we have for our elected leaders is, like I said, ripe for what could this possibly be? Why are we not being told what these foreign objects are? It is the thing that is being talked about, I think, the most. Other than this horrific 
Michigan State shooting. Uh, MSU, so sad. The gunman who killed three students and wounded five might have planned to attack New Jersey schools. That's what the cops are saying now as they're finding more information out about this Anthony Dwayne McRae who had no ties to the university that anybody can figure out. He opened fire on two parts of the campus, then was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He had a note in his pocket that indicated a threat to two Hewing public schools in New Jersey. And MSU police confirmed that note and, and say, of course, that he killed himself. There's no longer a threat to those uh, schools. So it makes no sense as to what happened here and why certain students were hit. So vigils are being held on the campus, but really sad for everybody at MSU and, of course, all the families of those that have been killed. The heroes in Turkey. We're going to talk about that next. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. 
The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. is Valentine's Day. Rescue workers saved two brothers who had been trapped underneath the the horrible rubble that has been created thanks to the earthquake and all the aftershocks that happened in Turkey and uh, Syria. You had these rescuers who were just not giving up. So Enos, you and I are 17 in Abdibaka. 21 they were in a collapsed building in in this devastated area of turkey and they found them and pulled them out 200 hours think about that and these two apparently held on by swallowing gulps of air rationing bodybuilding supplements that they had by them you know really close to them and drinking their own urine. I mean, that's what they had to do. They said they said breathing was easy. That and then they took this protein power. So they were pulled from the concrete and this twisted metal, which is improbable. After a week, a week had gone by. Seven point eight magnitude earthquake, leveling towns, killing tens of thousands of people. Over thirty six thousand people dead, displacing so many. Wonderful that they were able to do that and that these rescuers know that they're mostly pulling out people who have died, but they're not giving up on those miracles and they found another miracle. So uh, that was a good story. You have relief organizations that are scrambling still because of things like this to try to find survivors. And of course, in the first 72 hours after a natural disaster, which makes sense, that's when it starts to diminish the hope of finding signs of of life. But there have been those moments of joy where they were thousands of international workers and they are from all over, including all over the United States, are digging through these piles and they get lucky. They hear something, find somebody. And it's while it is about recovering bodies, there have been these rescues um, again, which is just tremendous because the utter devastation, the thousands that are still trying to make sense of this earthquake where they have no home, really no future. Do they have any hope? This humanitarian aid is what they need more than ever. So luckily, because of some of the areas in Syria, the war-torn areas, there have been more pathways that have been open. More border areas have been open because initially they were uh, closed. But boy, when you see some of the the overhead pictures, the shots from the sky of of the areas that were devastated. And now you just see so many 
bulldozers and people that are stretched from one end to another trying to uh, dig through the piles and the fatigue that must be hitting some some of the people and then to pull anybody out alive and hear that applause and see them dragging not a black bag or a body wrapped in some sort of a blanket but instead to have survivors and lift them out of the ruins it just lifts the spirits of these rescue workers who are clawing in really freezing temperatures through this concrete and they're surrounded by grieving people and hope is fleeting every second you know on tuesday the united nations announced the launch of 397 million dollars in humanitarian appeal for Syria over three months. They've released $50 million from emergency funds for shelter and health care and food and protection and all of that. But the scale of this is so insane. What it will take to change these lives and to uh, offer some kind of security for these people is just unfathomable when you think about it. It just absolutely is um, frightening to see it. I mean, if we've seen earthquakes, we've seen devastation in this country, we've dealt with devastation, but nothing like this with the death tour, death toll, just soaring and soaring and soaring and soaring and soaring. And every day, if they can have a miracle, I mean, that's really honestly what they're looking for. What what can possibly happen that can uh, help the people do what they need to do? to get through this morbid process of putting people in mass graves of just having a little placard with a number on it because there's just frankly too many, but trying to not allow for possibly someone in a family to be able to know that their loved one is over here or over there because, because there's no time. There's no time and there's no space to do this. Mm. Wow. All right, closer to home, because I feel like we always have to talk about the weather here, (laughs) because so many of you will send me pictures, which I love, of backyards that are piled high with snow and uh, other weather phenomenon that you've dealt with. So parts of the United States are getting some spring weather the last couple of weeks, But now you got some winter storm watches and wind advisories and some brutal weather that's hitting parts of the country. Places where you kind of expect that in in the winter, the Plains, the Midwest, the West, Minnesota, the Dakotas, Colorado, Kansas, and some of the western states are getting hit with it uh, too. High wind warnings. Like that's something, do you ever think about the high wind warnings in Missouri you're getting hit with that, Illinois, Kentucky. It's big because we all know, you know, it gets up to 60 miles an hour. You, sometimes you'll see, I've seen this happen. It happened uh, just down the road from me where traffic lights fall apart. Or you see you see power poles that uh, go down. And then the, the other part of that is the wind chill, just what that feels like. I've dealt with a lot of wind in Florida lately where you see the sun, you think, ah, oh, it's just a, another sunny day in Florida. And then you go out, and it's like, ooh, it's just a brisk, chilly day in Florida. But, of course, no snow. So in Colorado, in Kansas, you know, seven inches or so. Talking about maybe in parts of 
the great state of New Mexico, 15 inches with the higher altitudes, 8,500 feet or or so. And then I mentioned the Dakotas, north and south, and Minnesota winter storm watch that happened, kicked in Tuesday night. And then uh, talking about maybe blizzard conditions, if you mix some of the snow with some of that wind, that's what you, uh, you know, that's what you get. But it's the down tree limbs and the power outages and the dangerous roads, of course, that make it tricky when you're trying to figure out if you have to go out. Is it worth it to venture to wherever it is that you're going based on some of what the weather is like? I mean, to me, there's nothing worse than the ice. When you start to hear that it's going to be icy, we've talked about that on this show. And many of you have sent me horrific stories about dealing with ice and how to steer and what do you do when you get into a slide and how hard it is to get from your door to the sidewalk to crawl across the front of your house or apartment building or wherever just to be able to get into whatever car because the ice is so thick or it's that scary black ice, which is very difficult because you, half the time you don't even know. It's like that. Uh, it's like the surprise that you don't want to be surprised with. You look down and suddenly you're barely standing, right? Barely, barely, barely standing. All right, so it was... Valentine's Day, I mentioned that at the the top, right? And I was looking at how much money was spent on on Valentine's Day, and I was waiting in line when we went to lunch, and there there was a tube on, and they were talking about, you know, how many millions of dollars were spent on chocolate, and that most people would spend, the average has been predicted, would spend $100 on Valentine's Day. And the hostess said, you know, saw, saw me watching it. She said, you know, my husband looked at me today and said, am I supposed to do anything today? Do we do anything? Because he was so worried that he might have forgotten because they don't celebrate it. She said, we don't celebrate it. We're working. And then we have a birthday in a couple of days. So he has a birthday. So we celebrate that. And we have these other days. But we just don't do the Valentine's Day thing. But because there was so much attention to it, And there was cards and candy and flowers and where to buy this at the last second all over the place. He thought, ooh, I better not forget that. (laughs) I don't want to forget that. Okay, the best day for people who are single or people who just want some really good cheap chocolates that cost a fortune the day before is when all the chocolates go on sale the day after Valentine's Day, right? So cruise the stores for those chocolates because you'll pay about half price for most of those candy hearts or just chocolates in general that are earmarked for Valentine's Day. Your thoughts on the MSOU shootings and a few other things, too, as we, uh, we hit the mailbag. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, 
If you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. According to the State Department, a U.S. citizen has been reported killed in the occupied West Bank. The individual has not been identified by the State Department. However, Defense for Children International Palestine said that a 17-year-old Palestinian-American boy was shot and killed by Israeli forces on Saturday. Inflation slightly surpassed expectations in January. Recent government data reveals the consumer price index increased by three-tenths of a percent last month. That reflects higher expenses for goods and services among Americans. Americans. A recent poll indicates that a hypothetical November matchup between President Biden and former President Trump isn't widely favored among voters. According to the Reuters-Ipsos poll, Trump has the support of 37% of respondents, while Biden holds 34%. 10% of respondents expressed intentions to vote for other candidates, while 12% said they don't plan to vote. John Schaefer, USA News. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. Oh, you have mail, mistress. Let's dig in the mailbag. 
right into it where Marv says, Happy Valentine's Day, Kate Delaney. Do you have a favorite chocolate? I'm just curious. My lady likes roses, chocolates, and really likes to be spoiled. And I like spoiling her, frankly. So we do the traditional Valentine's Day thing. And um, sometimes those chocolates hang around for a while because I buy so many of them. Well, now I'm so curious how much money Marv spends. Definitely more than the hundred. Because I can tell you, if you talk about flowers and you add all that up, it has to be more than that. Um, You know, it's funny about the chocolate thing. I'm not a huge chocolate eater. But it doesn't mean I don't eat chocolate. But that wouldn't be, that's not my poison. That wouldn't be the thing that I was looking for. And I, and I like, you know, I don't like fancy chocolates that where you don't know what's in the middle of them. (laughs) So, so no, not my deal. It would be like, I grew up outside of Philly, right? So we would go to Hershey town and like Hershey's, Hershey's with almonds in it or Reese's peanut butter cups or something like that if I was going to pick chocolate or dark chocolate's better for you. So if I found a dark chocolate that I liked, I'd maybe eat some of that. But um, yeah, it's funny. Chocolate is definitely not my it's definitely not my thing. But good for you, Mar, for spoiling your lady, as you said. So I got everything from A to Z. Serious matters and funny things. Gary says, Kate, I rely on you to tell me the lottery numbers because now suddenly I feel myself drawn to playing even when it's not particularly high because I figure, well, if even if it's a couple million dollars, somebody has to win, as you always say. <laughs> yeah, somebody has to win. So the numbers for Mega Millions, since Gary asked, 23, 24, 35, 40, 43, one is the... Um, is the quick pick number is the well not the quick pick number the mega plier blah 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 the the uh, the mega ball I guess it's the mega ball not the mega plier the mega ball so there you go so maybe you won the lottery and who cares if you have a Valentine or not that would be pretty sweet if you if you won the jackpot was estimated at sixty seven million so if you took the cash option it'd be thirty five if you won it so there you go. This one is serious. This one is from Sam, and he says, uh, Kate, I went to school in Michigan, not MSU. I went to to the University of Michigan, but boy, do I feel so sad for the kids that just, uh, the parents must be filled with rage. I mean, how could you not be? They just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time when another maniac decides he's going to take lives. And we keep looking for these answers. What are the answers? I mean, what is the motivation? He's dead. We have no idea. And maybe some more details will come out about him, but it doesn't bring any of those young lives back. Stories of kids that were trying to get through school, that had worked their way up, that had gotten scholarships or busted their tailbones to to get an education and it's just too damn sad. I'm I I'm there with you. I mean I you know I can't agree more. I was reading this story of Alexandria Werner was one of the the kids that uh that died that was was shot. One that was identified, right? And um she was a junior and she you know people are describing her as so giving and just 
a three sport athlete. She played volleyball and basketball and softball and she was a good student. So she was working on that to get her to, to school and that helped get her to, um, you know, to, to school. And she had crossed so many people with all the things that she had done in her young life that she knew a lot of, of, of people. So her parents are grieving her sister. She had a brother and luckily they have a tight community around them. But, um, having to endure that is really, I would imagine just absolutely, just absolutely undescribable. And, and there are other students. There's uh, Ben Frazier. There is Ariel Anderson, who, you know, was a junior. She was from Gross Point and went to Gross Point North High School and was excited to be in school and had plans of what she wanted to do and was interning and doing um wonderful things apparently with some of her with some of her free time but yeah i'm with you i totally agree all right we move on to uh this one from chuck who says kate absolutely ridiculous and unacceptable that the president hasn't told us what is the deal with what's been shot down out of the sky we don't just put a plane up there a fighter jet and shoot down objects and three days in a row to do it is um, is outrageous that we don't know more about it. I mean, it feels invasiony, and of course, there's a lot of conspiracy theories and nonsense out there. Because what are they? We automatically do think, well, it is an unidentified flying object, and what does that mean? You know, it's so interesting. The White House had a briefing with governors to talk about the flying objects, and they emphasized they weren't extraterrestrial. There was no origin of that. That is not an invasion of the aliens. That's what the White House Homeland Security Advisor told the governors. It was a half-hour call saying, I mean, it's funny, but not funny. This was what she said. I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny because people are communicating this on platforms that are widely viewed, and it's creating fear that's unnecessary. But what's unnecessary is, okay, so it's not that, and we're trying to figure out what it is, then tell us what it is. Because especially after the third one was shot down, I mean, first you had the balloon situation, which should have been shot down before and was a mistake. Now you have, and they're not ruling anything out. They're telling us they're not ruling anything out. That's what the general, General uh, Van Herc said, who leads NORAD and the U.S. Northern Command. That's what he said, that they haven't ruled anything out. And that was after the third one was shot down on on Sunday. So then you have the National Security Council spokesperson kind of walking it back, saying the American people don't need to worry about aliens when you look at this craft. OK, that's fine. Then tell us if it's innocuous. Why are you shooting it down out of the sky? <laughs> Because it's up there so high and you think it might be some sort of a spy octagon shape thing? I mean, what does that mean, right? And all three, other than the 200-foot-tall Chinese surveillance balloon that we didn't see at first that was shot down off the South Carolina coast, all three were small. They were smaller than that. I don't mean small nothing, but they they were small. 
Go figure. All right, we move on from that to this from uh, Olivia, who says, wow, looking at that earthquake, it is unbelievable the damage that can happen with an earthquake. And when there were just 7,000 or so reported dead, Kate, it's like you had to know it was going to be such a high number. And I think we don't even know what that final number will be. If it's 3536 now, it could be close to 50,000. I hate to say, and I hope it's not. But there are so many buildings that are just in pieces. By the time they go through all those buildings, I would have to believe, because this happened in the middle of the night, that there are going to be more people that are going to be found in Turkey and in Syria. Yeah. Um, hey, it's going to be more than 36 for sure. And I mentioned this at the top, the two brothers that were found, the one was 17, the one was 21, and how they kept alive. And, and rescuers still heading into this week were happy that they heard voices in the rubble, that they could hear voices because this was lifting them up. And they, of course, they want to rescue anyone they can can find that uh, somehow has survived at, after 200-plus hours. But uh, it is an absolutely devastating event. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, uh, I'm going to squeeze in another one. Let's see. All right, how about this? Uh, this is funny. I'm going to go go to this one. This one, this one is from Aaron, who says, "Kate, oh, the tales from George Santos, those idiots in New York that let him run in that." district in long island should be ashamed it seems like it could be easy to have vetted this guy the latest story i heard about him is that maybe five years ago or so there was an amish dairy farmer in lancaster pennsylvania that um had george santos on his property talking about the sale of puppies and saying that we're going to take this puppy and that puppy, and he was with somebody, and he took two puppies. He took them out the door, and he gave them a check, and it turns out that the check bounced. And the name on the check was George Santos, so better known as Pinocchio, the Republican congressman from New York. Yeah, that's that's an obvious nickname for him that I've used many times on this show. So it's true. He was charged with theft in Pennsylvania after bad checks were written in his name to to dog breeders in that area. So there were a bunch of them. There were nine checks that were more than totaled more than fifteen thousand dollars that went to these dog breeders. And um, I guess he was served with an extradition warrant. And uh, this whole story is crazy. So what was the deal with with the puppies and what was that about? And then these bad checks. Yeah, goes on and on, right? Some of your thoughts, Kate at KateDelaneyRadio.com. 
Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G them.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Talking sports, 
you can join us anytime. And, of course, you're all here with me listening to this. I uh, am updating my book, Invade the Man Cave, and I'm going to include the Chiefs beating the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And because of that, and because of now being in the off season, now we're seeing that coaches are getting jobs and coordinators are leaving and becoming head coaches. Like, the Eagles become the first team in nearly three decades to lose both coordinators to head coaching jobs after the Super Bowl. Shane Stenshin and Jonathan Gannon both accepted head coaching gigs. So after losing the Super Bowl, that's still being very fresh just a couple of uh, days ago, Nick Sirianni's staff got slimmer when you lose the offensive guy and the defensive guy. Uh, Shane is going to be the head coach of Indianapolis leading the Colts and Gannon for all our friends listening in the great state of Arizona is going to be the Cardinals head coach. And you know, it's common to lose coordinators to head coaching gigs when your team reaches the Super Bowl, especially, but usually it's like one. It's the first time that a Super Bowl team that didn't win it either, by the way, has lost both of its coordinators to head coaching jobs in nearly three decades where both of them are gone. Like you have to go back to 94 and the 49ers, Mike Shanahan got hired by the Broncos. Ray Rhodes became the Eagles head coach after they went to the Super Bowl. So now they've got to replace those positions. And um, that's the game, though. You can, you get to a high spot, and there's a chance that you can jump. I mean, that's that's exactly what uh, exactly what happens. All right, and under the category of let's just leave him alone. Everybody, I, I won't say everybody, but a lot of people are just ripping Demar Hamlin's Super Bowl jacket. What he, you know, what he wore. So Adrian Peterson, the former NFL running back also threw his name into the list of people taking a exception, I'll call it, to his jacket. And he was in attendance at the Super Bowl. There was a big deal made about him. And he apparently ruffled some feathers because of that outfit. He was there to help honor the emergency personnel that saved his life in Cincinnati. And he he wore a um, Takashi murakami jacket that has an altered depiction of jesus on the cross so um people are saying it's blasphemy you know this is disrespectful but that's not what this jacket was designed it's being it's being blown up and misinterpreted as to what as to what it is so he's he's just getting called out all over the place and it's not what it appears to be i guess that's what people don't understand about it they don't understand about the um Depiction. So Hamlin even wrote wrote on Twitter and in response to some of the things that people are writing, I'd never disrespect my Lord and Savior. Art is expressed in many ways. I wore the jacket because it's a popular brand that aligns more with God than not. It's a tribute in an artistic way, not disrespectful. But for those who don't understand that and think otherwise, then I apologize. Oh, he can't win. 
right? He can't win. And he is a religious dude. I mean, he is. So he that's what he's saying. Like, what are you calling me out for? I don't understand. Of all the things, why are you why are you doing that to me? Why are you doing it to me? Well, I don't I don't understand why you're calling me out. Go to spring training. Expect a little bit of a tweak in the game. I know I'm going to spring training. I'll be there for the Phillies spring training for several of the games because um, they're played not too far from me. And, the, and of course, you have a spring training in Florida and in Arizona. It's going to be different. Pitch clocks. Pitch clocks in a sport that used to pride itself on no clock. Right. The sizes of the bases are going to be the sizes of empty pizza boxes now. So there's going to be a few things that are going to be very different this time around in Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball spent a couple of hours showcasing the new rules on Tuesday. They had some on-field demonstrations explaining why they think it's going to be a good idea for some of the changes. So the average time of games last season, three hours, seven minutes, the length of a TV series, more than 30 minutes longer than games played in the 70s. There were 3.9 minutes between pitches put in play. Um Wow, which is longer than the time it takes Chick-fil-A to bring your order. See, all these things were figured out. There were 60,765 infield shifts this past year with players standing closer than if they were lining up to board a Southwest Airlines flight. This is is how they measured this stuff, right? So they want... Shorter games, they want more action. Major League Baseball thinks the pitch clock will reduce game times by 25 minutes, maybe even more than that. And having enlarged bases increased from 15 inches to 18 inches and shortening the distance from first to second and second to third by four and a half inches will encourage more base stealing and reduce injuries. I don't know. So let's see. Let's see what that's like. I'll let you know when I go and see. Um, it's going to be a massive adjustment, obviously, to veteran players. 47% of players have experienced the new rules in minor leagues. They, they have, and including anybody who has a rehab assignment. But um, will it be successful? I mean, listen, baseball isn't, is competing with other sports. That's what the deal is. Sports couldn't be bigger. But... Lots of people, I mean, it's like anything else. What is the most popular sport? It would be football. Then how do you break it down from there? Where does soccer go? Where where does baseball go? Where does hockey go? Where does hoop go? And also college sports. And where does that all mix in the different college sports? And it, I think so much of it depends on your preference and how you were raised. Were you raised in a family where you really talked about sports and you went to some games here and there and it was a big deal? Did your family lean in one direction or other toward certain teams or just the certain sports? Did you play sports? Was that passed on to you or just have a natural interest in sports? So much of that, I think, is part of why somebody you know, passes that on to their children or why people just decide they like a a certain sport. Right. All right. So speaking of football, it's interesting. Tom Brady's decision to wait another year, because he said he's going to wait until 2024 
to start his broadcasting career allows Greg Olson to get the maximum amount of his contract for 2023 because the thought is that he's going to be he's going to replace Greg Olson so he'll get seven million dollars so I think Greg Olson should send him a thank you text <laughs> Olson had the maximum salary potential of 50 million over five years if he remained in the top spot for the duration of his contract but if Brady joins the year after as expected then his total payday would be 29 million which still isn't too bad right calling a calling a game being part of a team in a booth that you love and a a game that you um played so if he is demoted at fox he can take a job somewhere else especially if he's if he's a lead analyst somewhere else and um tom brady is again getting paid 375 million over 10 years that was that's the deal when he announced his retirement last February, but then came back to the Bucks, he had already they had already had that conversation that was already in the works. So still in play, and we'll see what Tom Brady's like once he decides to go into the booth. But that's some pretty decent incentive for him, and it's not a surprise because he's the goat. So if you're going to have the goat calling games on your network or being part of a team anyway then he's going to get the top dollar, that's for sure. All right, we're done with the man cave. Done. Thanks to all of you for listening to this hour of the show, and thanks to Jeremy Paulson for his fine work on the technicals. If you see something, say something. You see a flying object, please report it. <laughs> and then call us and tell us what you really think it is. Ay, 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 ay. This is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com.